0: Y'all
1: get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host,
0: Dave and Lynn.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., a promoter, event planner, all-around good guy just hanging out with my partner mr leonard young what's going on sir
0: hey dave everything is good this is leonard young ceo of national black guy delawareblack.com black media specialist the original good guy hanging with the other good guy mr coker what's up how was your weekend uh
2: it was good man uh you know uh we made it to the month of February black history month. Um, yeah. you know, so How we, even get an extra, we, we even get an extra day this year, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a leap year. So, uh, so here we are, um, uh, in black history month and, uh, got a little present at the beginning of the month. Uh, function Tony Phil came out and said, Hey, I'm predicting a short, a short winter this year. So, we only got a couple more weeks of spring, according to—I mean, winter, according to him—before spring starts. So let's see if he's right about that. You know, even though the weather's been kind of mild lately, you know, um, I mean, a little cool in the morning, but then it gets a little warmer. And they're predicting that we're going to be have a couple of 50-degree days coming up soon. So I don't know. Uh, maybe we had that one big bath, blast of snow, and that was it.
0: I know. Well, you know, it, it's funny because all fall, I was like, Dave, you know, I hope we get a, a lot of snow this winter, a lot of snow on the ground, a lot of days off, a lot of days in the house. And after that one snow, I kind of feel like I'm good now. Like, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready for spring. I mean, what about you? I'm ready for spring now.
2: Yeah, because we, we I think we kind of forgotten about how much of a nuisance snow can be. And uh, I think that snow kind of reminded us. <laughs> you know yeah, it, because, the, because, yeah, reality because,
0: check.
2: yeah, the reality set in, you know, so I'm good, if we don't get any more snow, I mean, you know, um, you know let let the spring let the spring come, you know what I mean, so mm-hmm. um, you know the, the the time is just kind of flashing before it's anyway, I mean, we already got through January, now we you know we're going through the second week we're in the second week of February already, so right. you know. Yeah, so, um, so we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll see how the rest of the winter goes, and uh, get ready for cutting grass and all that kind of stuff again. <laughs> you know, so know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, well, you, you know, I mean, of course, you have people that cut your grass for you. So, but anyway, well, um, well no, no,
0: they, <laughs> they, 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 let me get interested. I, I'll be cutting grass too with the lawnmower, okay. weed okay. whacker, okay. all that yeah. stuff. Okay.
2: All right, yeah. I hear you, I, hear I, you. I, okay. I, just,
0: I just want to make sure we set set the record straight on that
2: okay one. all right all right I, 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 I'll give you I'll give you some points on that one so yeah. um thank you but um but no other than that man everything else is everything else is good um I won't complain and um uh, you know it is uh, always good to be um, able to come on and do another show so hopefully we can uh, you know, give some informative information out to our people today, which we always tried to do. So, all right. All right. So uh, let's get started. Let's get started with the show. Uh, I wanted to start out with uh, the Dallas uh, food truck apologizes after failing to split a $4,000 tip left by Keith Lee. You're familiar with Keith Lee, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, for those that may not be familiar with Keith Lee, he, he is a food critic, and you know he does uh, a lot of different things. He's an uh, entrepreneur and so forth. And but he's one of these type of guys that if he eats at your place and the food's good, on point, and you get a you get a recommendation from him and a good review from him, mm-hmm. you're gonna you you know your place is gonna be. Popping from that point on, because right? People right. really follow them, you know. And so, but this story is an interesting story. And, um, I'm, did you hear about this before I talk about it? Did you hear yeah, I did. Yep, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah,
0: I did. Um, um, okay. me, me, me and the wife were talking about it the other day.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I'm gonna read a little bit of it. It says, um, um, Keith Lee recently visited Sweetly Season, a Dallas food truck. Now, let's keep in mind, he doesn't only go to restaurants. He goes to food trucks in every place. You know, every place that's supposed to be supposed to be hot, he's going to check it out. After conducting a review, the food influencer gave a tip of $4,000 with the request that the owner divide the money evenly amongst employees, including the barbers outside their establishment. Shortly after Lee posted his review, um, Jonathan um, um, Evola, owner of Sweetly Season, has been ripped on social media for keeping the entirety of Keith's tip. As a result, the food truck page has been hit with one-star reviews. Okay, so you already know. People don't play around when it comes to food. I know. know? Yeah, so it says, uh, we live and die by our reviews, and one-star review is really damaging, um, Evola said. Someone who might want us to cater their wedding, if they see a negative review for for us, they won't consider hiring us, and I know I wouldn't. Evola added, we are now thinking of shutting down our business Changing the name because of this, it would be a huge loss. It's not just about the money. It's about the time. We spent so much time on branding and developing a clientele base. Keith Lee hopped on social media to explain his side of the story. According to Lee, he was under the impression that the squad at Sweetly Season included the barber and hair braider um, that was outside as well. Um, And then there was two workers who was also um, helping them with cooking and prepping. So he instructed um, the owner when he gave the tip. He said, I'm giving you this tip. Split it up evenly amongst everybody here. Well, you know, and, and you know, I mean, come on. I think you know and I know. Somebody gives somebody a $4,000 tip. You know, it tells you to split it with everybody. What's the chances? I'll be honest. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real, really, really real. What's the chance that that person going to give everybody even split of that four thousand
0: dollars? I mean, to be honest, you know, I think there's a good chance that a decent person would give it. Now, I, I mean, I think they may keep the majority, but you know, definitely breaks everybody off with something.
2: Oh, but let's see, that's what I'm saying. They would probably yeah. keep the majority. Excuse me, and break off. You know, you know, maybe give him a couple hundred dollars or whatever the case. But that course, that money goes towards. I'm sure he was thinking, oh, I can put this money back into the business, and you know, this will help buy certain things. You know, or I hate to think that he just pocketed the money and just say, hey, I'm going on vacation with this or whatever the case may be. But this is Keith Lee. You're not thinking if you're saying if you think this is not going to get back to him. You know, because I'm sure that Keith Lee probably circled back and said, hey, did you guys get any of that money that I left? Because, or if the dude was talking about he left a $4,000 tip and everybody's saying, hey, I didn't get any of that money. Right? Where's my cut? Where's my cut, you know? So, but the fact that, and from what I understand, they did close down. I don't think, I think that, uh, since this article came out, I think they did shut down. Yeah. I, I, I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that's how, that's how crazy things can turn for you. If you do something that, you know, especially in our community, you know, um, that will turn people off. Now, just imagine if this dude that went on and split that money up, and got the review that that because apparently, uh, from what I understand, Chief Lee really enjoyed everything that he tasted there. That day. Right. You know, so you got a good review coming and you mess up because you got greedy and took the money. Now you got a one star review. And everybody's hating on you and you had to shut down your business. And you're up there talking about opening under a different name. You know, people are going to be looking for you from now yeah. on.
0: Yeah. And, and and especially depending on how connected that Dallas community is, like, you know, everybody going to know.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, you know, the food truck business is a very fickle business because there's so much that goes into having a good food truck, you know, because, you know there's always the stigma attached to the food truck as far as the cleanliness. And, you know, especially during the pandemic period, you know, people were scared to eat from those type of things because right. you always got to check the food truck out to make sure that, you know, you can see where they're washing their hands and, you know, they got, you know, all kinds of other stuff, you know, sanitary stuff that's got to be done, especially if they're handling meats and so forth. So there's a lot that goes on that, you know, will make, you know, that you have to have in place for people to really trust you with food trucks. If you got a good food truck business, man, you can make so much money. It's unbelievable, you know, from, from, from having a good food truck business. There's people that, um, uh, there was a couple I saw on, um, what is that? uh um, guy Fieri show the drive dives and you know the show I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Diners, Drive he, and Dives. Yeah. He had, he, there was one particular food truck that he went to and it was in Texas too. This guy has like 12 food trucks all over Texas. Started with one truck and that's how great his business has grown from this one food truck. This is big business here. That one review killed this this guy's business because you didn't want to pay you didn't want to uh, share the love with the money i bet you if he gets back up again he won't do that again
0: oh yeah i agree well you know i think the other thing that made it so bad is when everything first came out and the person so i I thought the owner was a woman but i'm not sure but whoever the, the person was they were combative to people you know kind of questioning why they didn't share the money which just kinda of, kind of made him look greedy,
2: I know um I know what you call him i I didn't know if you wanted to play it or not, but I know in that in that in the story, I know Keith Lee had his comments there mm-hmm. about the story um uh, there was a little video about it um but he um you know he 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 showed a little compassion, but you could tell he was upset about the whole thing, you know mm-hmm. I mean this guy. This guy, you know, right now he's he's hot. And you know, when was you know, if I see a Keith Lee coming to my establishment, and I'm like, you know, and I'm seeing that he's liking my food, whatever he whatever he says, I'm doing. Yeah. you know, because I right. because I know this is money. You know, and branding and branding is important these days. And you know, because this guy has shut down some of the top restaurants down. Look. I know there was a place down in Atlanta. He went in there. Place had, had looked uh, I forget the name of the restaurant. He said the place was beautiful. Everything looked good, but the food was horrible. Damn. Yeah. He said the decor, um they had a nice bar. I mean, he said the bar was good and everything. He said they had a nice bar and everything. The atmosphere was nice, but he said the food just wasn't good. That place ended up shutting down too. <laughs>
3: Wow,
2: yeah, because once you you know and he tried to put it as politely, he said, maybe they just need to change their chef or whatever, but by that time, that's it, yeah, you know, yeah, so you know
3: well yeah so, well
0: they they so let let me ask you this, right <clears throat> name name a restaurant you like here in Delaware, big or small,
2: big or small, um. I'm trying to
0: think. Come on. So uh, <laughs> to be a quick question.
2: Well, I mean, it's funny because a lot of the restaurants nowadays. Come on. That's, that's, that's Come an on. interesting question. You tell you, you give me one first.
0: Okay. Let, let's say child's pizza, right? Okay. All right. Okay. So let's say you like child's pizza. You go there every once in a while. And let's say somebody like Keith Lee goes to the restaurant and he said that their food is garbage would you keep going there or because he said it was garbage would you stop
2: going well with with him if if he said why he said the food was garbage not that it was just garbage because i mean you can't go by everybody's taste i mean if he's from down south you know he might have a different you know taste than you know i might we might have up here but if he gives specific reasons as why the food is, why the food is something going on with the kitchen or whatever the case may be. So so what I'm if he go what
0: anymore. if he said the food has no flavor? Um well yeah, what, what if he just said the food had no flavor? Now now you've been there, you like the food. Would you keep going back?
2: Well, if it's something i particular that I like, I would keep going for that particular food, for that particular okay. dish.
0: Yeah, okay. and the, the, uh, the only reason I asked that question, because I'm just curious, so like if there's restaurants that are already in business and people are going to, you know, unless he says something about cleanliness and, um, you know, maybe undercooked food, I'm surprised that people who are always going there would stop going there if they liked it before, you know, he went to review it.
2: I think what happened with this situation wasn't so much about the food because he liked the food. It was about mm-hmm. the honesty, and 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 it just showed the lack of honesty on the owner's part as far as the money was concerned and the yeah, intentions yeah. of the money. So yeah. if somebody does something like that, that means, of course, automatically that means you're seisty and so forth, and that you know people just automatically get that defense mechanism up because they don't trust them. And yeah. I think that's what happened with the situation. Because they knew, they didn't feel they can trust them anymore. So, so, but um, hopefully, I hate to see a business go down, though, even after all of that. And hopefully they are able to build their business back up somehow. Just hopefully they'll just learn from this lesson. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Yeah, all right. So, yep. I, and I'm then just, the uh, next time, keep leaking. Look, and it keeps the word wanders back and uh, wanders back into your place again. Just be prepared the next time. I
0: know.
2: So, so you better be waiting on them like you were for Chick Fil A. Um yeah. you know. So, so all right, moving on to our next story.
0: Yep. So Dave, our our next story is uh, this actually happened, of course, in 2020. You know, the year. That Of course, a year of um, George Floyd and a whole bunch of other racial tension. But um, so this was a a story that was on Black Information Network. And it says black family removed from car at gunpoint and handcuffed by police get one point nine million dollars. So basically um, this story happened in a Colorado city called Aurora. And I'm not sure, Dave, if you remember Aurora, Colorado, because I believe that was the same city or next to the city where, um, damn, and his name Elijah. You remember there was a boy who was—he uh, was walking home, and police took him down. Right. I, right. I can't remember yeah. what his name is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I believe, that. I believe this is the same city. But basically, um, there was a lady named Brittany Gilliam. She was having a Sunday fun day with her 17-year-old sister, her six-year-old daughter, and her two nieces when they encountered the Aurora police officers. Um, They were driving in a car. The officers ordered everyone to get out of the car. They They handcuffed Gilliam and her sister. They forced the two nieces to hold their hands above their head while they lay face down on the pavement because, of course, they were too little to f- to fit in the handcuffs. Um, the lawsuit claims that these two, um, this family was held for two hours until a sergeant arrived. And they found out that the reason why they were pulled over is because the officers th- thought their car was stolen because their license plate matched the license plate of a stolen motorcycle. Now, later, it came to be that that stolen motorcycle license plate was actually from another state. So it actually did not match up to their car. And in uh, 2001, the Gilliam family filed a lawsuit against the city of Aurora claiming that the um, accusing officers... um, you know, holding her family at gunpoint without any evidence or any probable cause. And they believe that they were targeted due to race. Um, So just recently, a one point nine million dollar settlement was reached with the city um, before it went to trial. And um, one of the statements from the lawyer says Aurora cops need to spend less time on the gun range and more time in the law library our hope is that police officers all over the country learn that law enforcement needs to use common sense, especially when dealing with children, a Robocop mentality will lead to a huge liability. So, um, you know, this, you know, luckily nobody was hurt for the Gilliam family. And, you know, they did, you know, get that settlement without having to go to trial, and you know, bring the kids up and all that. So, you know, th- this is just an interesting story. Be- oh, um, Elijah McLean It just popped up to me. But, of course, Elijah McLean. And let me just make sure I have all the facts right. But for Elijah McLean, yep, it was also in Aurora, yeah, Colorado. Aurora, yeah. And he was killed as a result of being illegally injected with 500 megagrams of ketamine by paramedics after he was forcibly detained by police officers um what was elijah mcclain guilty of nothing he was walking home yep he was walking home one evening so um you know so dave if you ever do make that trip west colorado don't go to aurora because uh you know these were two incidents that Um, so it looks like Elijah McClain's case happened in 2019, but it didn't become public until, you know, 2020, where there was a lot of racial unrest, but, you know, definitely that's a city that needs some, uh, some racial work. What what are your thoughts? So
2: I'm looking at his birthday, his birthday is the day after mine. That's the same. Um, the, um, Apparently they 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 figured out the city must have figured out. Hey, look, you know, let's not go to trial because they knew what was about to happen. Right. And cause when you look at numbers like one point nine, it, you know, it seemed like an odd number. You know, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, you know, I was like, okay, well, they must have said, okay, these people about to get us for a whole bunch of money, so oh, I'm sure. Let's just, yeah, let's let's go to that you know, a happy medium. That's almost like um in that movie uh with the uh, the, uh with um Willie Gary and they had a settle over the whole funeral home thing that went on down there and they tried to throw a number at him a low low and whatever and, and mm-hmm. you know, they ended up getting a whole bunch, you know, what was it, eighty million or some crazy number, I forget what it was. But um this this whole thing is you know we we we've done since we started this show, we've done so many stories um that involve race- racial injustices and 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 just prejudices um where people have gotten paid because of it um, some still living some not living um but you would think we're in the 2020s now and you would think that we wouldn't have as many of these stories as we do but the stories just seem to get worse and and more more more, than before, yeah And, and, and I just don't get it because well I think a lot of it has to do with you know the politics the you know the separation Um, As far as the power is concerned, you know, um, without getting too political, you know, when we had our uh, 44th president in office, uh, he he caused a lot of problems, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, you know, and sad as it is to see. you Hold might on. You, back, you,
0: you mean 45? 45. Yeah, yeah
2: 45. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I know. Just I thought about, about that. that. 45, I, I, sure, I know. It, I, I want to make it, sure we don't
0: get the hate mail. Lo 45,
2: 45. I know. I, I, I knew where you were going to go. I said, oh, 45. I just thought about it. Um, But he might be back in office again.
0: I know. It's crazy.
2: And, and he's gaining support of a lot of black people all of a sudden. Yeah. Have you noticed? And, yeah, money. So, Girl, and money, and right, no money, yeah. So, it's, it's 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 and even with all that he's done, it just tells you where we are, where we our mentality are, uh, is these days, and that's why we have all the situations that we have been talking about over and over again. It's because people don't care anymore. They really don't um you look at somebody wrong these days you can get shot yeah you know you um you know i was in um home depot one day and i was there was a guy and i guess it was his son teenager and they they were standing in the middle of the aisle so i kind of waited for them to move so i can get past where they were and they didn't move And I said, okay. So finally I said, excuse me. And I went to go around them. The kid barely moved and the father never said anything. Right. So I had to actually push past the kid (laughs) to get where I was going. And I did nudge him. I did on purpose to move him.
0: Right. And
2: the father just looked at me and said, that was ignorant.
0: (laughs) He said that to you?
2: Yeah, well, he said it as I walked by. He didn't say it directly to me, but I heard him say it, you know. You know, he didn't say anything about the kid not moving out of my way or him not moving out of my way, but I was the ignorant person. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I'm going so. say, Dave, you should have gone back and uh, hip-checked, hip checked them, hip checked them again.
2: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, knowing him, he probably had about uh, he probably would have had four guns on, <laughs> you know, knowing him, you know. So, um, but um, you know, this is just par for the course. But it's always good when you hear, you know, that you come out with something. Um, now, of course, now is it safe for them to be in Aurora with the, with all that money now mm-hmm. that they just won from that town? I would move. I would get out of there as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, I I can see that.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I don't think it would be a good idea for them to stay there after the city just gave up all of that money. I'm sure the city won't be too happy about it, and they'll probably say, um, you know, if they stay there and they they're determined not to leave. I'm sure something's going to happen, so I'm sure. So, but that's that's a good thing that they were they made good on giving them um, the money um, as far as all that they went through, and hopefully we don't keep hearing about these kind of stories. They shouldn't have to come to that that point. Just hire good cops. I mean, I don't understand what it is. They they don't seem to be screening the cops, or maybe it's just the town. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe it's just the towns. I don't know. But congratulations to that family and um, good luck in the future because they're probably gonna need that, you know. So, all right. You guys are listening to news and trends with Dave and Len. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our show. Let me see our next story. Um, the Grammys. Did you watch any of the Grammys, by the way?
0: Uh, I, I saw all the
2: highlights. Okay. All right. Well, there was one particular moment on the Grammy Awards show. It was a it was a good presentation um, that night. Uh, a lot of, I mean, the women ruled the night, you know, most, I mean, most of the awards were won by women that night, but there was a poignant moment that happened um, during the Grammys. Um, and before, before we talk about the story, why don't you, I'm going to have you go ahead and play part of Jay-Z's speech um, that took place after he was giving a, um, uh, the global um, I usually say this the Mississippi
0: club Alright, let me just because the uh...
2: Yeah, after he was given the uh, um, Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, that was a special award that was given to him that night Are you ready? He's up on stage and he has his daughter Blue Ivy with him and this is what he said
1: How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, winning their first Grammy in 89, and boycotting because it wasn't televised. And then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the... <laughs> it wasn't a great boycott. Um, yeah. But then, 98, I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for the Best Rap Album. And DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all. So I boycotted. And I watched the Grammys. <laughs> I'm just saying, we just we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't gotta clap at everything. Obviously it's su- obviously it's <laughs> subjective because You know, it's music and it's opinion-based, but, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no was that was No, when I get nervous, I tell the
3: truth.
1: <laughs> um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life, as I, as my daughter s- sits and stares at me, nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up until until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me?
2: Thank you. Okay, so Jay-Z got up there and he told the truth. And he, and, and, and he took a couple of hits for it because some people that had some negative comments said that he, you know, he was on the soapbox, you know, because people, people don't like to always hear the truth. You know what I mean? No, they don't. Yeah. And he got up there and he talked about how, you know, he said this young lady, but of course everybody knew who he was talking about. Um, he was talking about his wife, who has the most Grammys of all time, been nominated four times for our album of the year and never won. When clearly she had the album of the year, you know. Um um and you know, the Grammys always had a lot of problems because, you know, they were always labeled, you know, Grammy so white. That was always their moniker, you know, because they were always you know, they always give Grammys to all the white people. Um, um it's it's really it's really uh They've really tried to do better with the inclusion of black music over the last few years. Um, the problem is that some of the black music that they've included isn't always the right music. I don't know if you follow me or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I get it.
2: You know, you know, they they try to appease us by saying, okay, this person's black, this person's black, you know, so we gave you what you wanted, but that doesn't always mean that the best people are winning.
0: Or okay? kind of like you said, the appropriate people were in the right categories. Too.
2: Right. Right. There you go. There you go. Um, um, you know, uh, I wanted to read something from, in reference to this, um, It says, Beyoncé is the most decorated artist in Grammy history. She has 32 Grammys. Securing that title in 2023 after four big wins, um, including the the award for Best Dance Electronic Album for Renaissance. However, many fans felt she was slighted in the album of the year category for the highly acclaimed project. No black woman has earned that award in 25 years Um, um, so that's interesting that no black woman has earned album of the year in 25 years Um, it says Beyonce has been nominated for the album of the year four times for Renaissance, Lemonade, Beyonce and I Am Sasha Fierce Um, it says that you know Since its inception in 1957, the Grammy Awards have been accused of racial bias. It's part of the longer history of uh, of taking for for granted the innovations and contributions that African Americans have made to popular music and to its various genres. Now, if you think about it, you know, without our influence in a lot of the music over that span of time, especially during, from the 50s on, how would music even thrive without our input? Because we're you hear our music throughout a lot of the the music from back then, even the white music from back then mm-hmm.
0: was influenced
2: by us, you know. And that's what they're trying to say. You know, it says here in recent years the show has been tagged. Grammy so white and black artists protested not attending. And many celebrities have called out the award for its mistreatment of black artists. Um, you know, there was a thing here that said black women in the album of the year. It was only three black women that had been awarded album of the year since it was first introduced to the Grammy Awards in 1959. You want to take, take a guess on who those three women were?
0: Uh let's, see, let's see if you get
2: it. Um No, right? that one.
0: Oh, that one. Yeah. Um, only
2: three, only three black women have one. And you you and you know all of these names
0: by the way. Whitney Houston. That's one. Um, that was nineteen
2: ninety. That was nineteen ninety four. By the way,
0: so so help me out. Can you give me the years of the other two? That may uh... nineteen ninety two and nineteen
2: ninety nine.
0: Mariah Carey.
2: Nope. No. Um. Think about a real big big album for a particular young lady who. Kilt did that. I mean, I think she won a ton of awards that night. Is that
0: ninety nine or ninety two?
2: Ninety nine.
0: Mary Jane. No, I know it wasn't
2: Mary Jane. Ninety two. Ninety two might be. You you might forget about ninety two, but ninety nine you should know.
0: Ninety nine. I don't know, Dave. You got to tell me. Lauren Hill. Ah. Okay.
2: And 92 was Natalie Cole, believe it or not.
0: Oh, never would have guessed that. Yeah, yeah, I know you wouldn't
2: have got that. But listen to this. It says singer and rapper Lauryn Hill was the last black woman to win this category in 1999 for her debut solo album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. And then it goes on to say, despite 16 black women being nominated since. Here we go. TLC, 2000. India Irie, 2002. Missy Elliott, 2004. Alicia Keys, 2005. Now, keep in what you hear. This is, I mean, they're turning out albums now, Uh all in a row, okay? 2006, Mariah Carey. Beyonce, 2010, 2015, 2017, and 2023. Those were the four times she was nominated. Rihanna, 2012. Um, Brittany Howard with the group Alabama Shakes. I know who Brittany Howard is. She's a black woman. 2016. Um, Janelle Monae, 2019, 2024, team is nominated this year. Um, Her, 2019, 2020, 2022. Cardi B, 2019. Lizzo, 2020 and 2023. Denise uh, um, 2021; Doja Cat, 2022; and Mary J. Blige, 2023. You can't. You trying to tell me none of them can win that award?
0: Well, Dave. I mean, we we know Grammys so white. So are we really surprised?
2: Yeah, but now we now there was a certain artist that just set the record for her fourth album of the year. Ms. Taylor Swift. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I think we know what's going on there. I mean, I mean, now don't get me wrong. Taylor is an excellent performer. She's she, an excellent songwriter. People love her. Her and Beyonce are probably the two biggest entertainers out there right now. But Taylor is Taylor really albums really that much better than Beyonce's album?
0: Well they Grammy So White. Like I mean we, we already know.
2: When Taylor it was so embarrassing, um when the award was announced for album of the year and I was watching. Um and it was just it was stiff competition in that category. It was eight albums, I think, that was nominated, and Taylor won. And you already people were mouthing Taylor Swift's name before the announcement was made because everybody already knew she was going to win. She gets up there, and acts like a complete fool, man. She is tore up, man. She, I mean, you know,
3: uh,
2: it was it was bad. It was bad, and and I'm just like, this is who this is who they want. You know they want to win. Taylor can go up there and put up put up a very average album and still get this kind of coverage and still win. And she's hot right now, you know, because she's she's hot on two, 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 two reasons: her her tour and she's Jason she's Jason Kelsey's girlfriend. You know. So <sighs> anyway, I was sitting there fuming and watching the awards. You know, even though you know. They there were a lot of blacks to one that night, but even still, you know, Jay Z I think kept it real. He said what he had to say. I'm not mad at him, and hopefully the Academy is listening. Uh, the guy who's leading the Academy now is a white is a black guy, and he's very tuned into a lot of the black music, and he's worked with a lot of great black artists. So hopefully he'll change some things, you know, that's going on, and. You could tell with that show they had more black performers than they normally do. They even had Travis Scott performing, and I was like, Travis Scott, Ooh, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So, um, so that's what I'm saying, you know. So, hopefully, they'll get it right, like Jay Z says, and maybe we'll have a black a black woman or a black male, because then right. a white as a black male is one too. So, you yeah. know, so see what happens. So, I just thought I'd bring that up. It is Black History Month. You know, we have to pay attention. We have to stay woke on these kind of things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our next story. Um, me being in social services, as a social service person um, that deals with um, providing. Um, help for those who are in need in different types of way. You know, when I see a story like that, it, it really makes me shake my head and scratch my head at the same time. So, um, there's a story about, um, well, Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent kind of brought attention to the story because you know, Fifty Cent is. Probably the greatest troll on social media that we all mm-hmm. know of. He's always got something to say about something. And Fifty Cents react, it says Fifty Cents reacts to New York City giving immigrants prepaid prepaid debit cards, and then he says, "Maybe Trump is the answer." Okay, let me let me kind of fill you guys in on a little um, what this is what this is. Is that as hardworking Americans struggle to make ends meet in Joe Biden's economy, New York Mayor Eric Adams, who is a black man, announced plans to distribute fifty-three million to city immigrants on prepaid credit cards. The Daily Mail reports that recipients must sign an affidavit promising to use the card for food and baby supplies. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores. A family of four will get a card loaded with $1,000 a month. The New York Post reports. Cards get refilled every 28 days. A company called um, Mocha TIE-FI, founded by former Wall Street financier Walt Coxium is running the program. They're looking forward to partnering with New York City to disperse funds for asylum seekers to purchase fresh hot food. Um They said the goal is to expand access to financial resources for individuals excluded from banking, such as such as asylum seekers, while helping the local economy. Not only will this provide families with the ability to purchase fresh food for their culturally re- relevant diets and the baby supplies of their choosing, but the pilot program is expected to save New York City more than $600,000 per month. Or more than 7.2 million annually. Now, get this. Over the past 70, I mean, over the past year, 70 migrants have been bussed or flown to New York City. According to reports, the immigrants are housed at the Roosevelt Hotel and will be among the first to receive prepaid cards. You know anything about the Roosevelt Hotel? uh, Hotel? Uh uh-huh. you, 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 I know you were just up there recently Did You didn't see it in New York uh, what, what It's a very it popular uh, It's downtown It's a very prominent hotel Well it was <laughs> But it's old and it's an old building But it was very it, Like a lot of celebrities and everything Used to stay there when they would come to New York And everything But now it houses these immigrants
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah How about that Yeah, It's crazy it said. Meanwhile, rapper 50 Cent hit up Instagram. Saturday to blast the blaster program. The post reports. It, it, he said, "WTF? Mayor Adams call on um, call my phone. I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain." He wrote, along with a screenshot of the post report about the debit cards. Can't explain this. I'm stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. You know, Trump is gaining a lot of support from a lot of very important Black people right now. Mm-hmm. And when you hear about stuff like this, it it you can almost see why that's happening. Fifty-three million dollars being allocated. Now, I'm 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 all for helping people. Don't get me wrong. Okay, and. We even have people who are immigrants to work in our office at social services that even think this is crazy. We you know, the United States has always tried to help the world, always. But sometimes you gotta take you gotta take a lesson from some of these other countries. Like during the pandemic, you wasn't getting into Canada because <laughs> Canada said you can't come right. over here. You know, there were other places that you couldn't go into during the pandemic because they wasn't going to let you in. Okay. Why why do we feel we have to be the savior of the world when we have people dying on the streets every day? Because they are homeless. They don't have food. They don't have shelter. We don't have enough shelters at the moment for our own people. I get they're trying to help, but why didn't why why not do this for Americans? If you're going to I, Leonard, if you're if you're a person, if you're or what they call it what they call a refugee, you can come in into the United States as a refugee. It's here in Delaware, you can get food benefits, cash, um, a place to stay, all of this stuff right away as soon as you walk in. If you're a refugee from another
0: yeah, that's country crazy. And, and dave and you know all the refugees they talking about are not dark skin or brown skin
2: no they're not they're all different shapes. <laughs> i mean you know and it's 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 crazy and then you got you roll out this program in new york city i don't get it well, I, well dave I, so, so
0: so these are my thoughts If they're giving out cash money like that, they need to give out reparations. You know, everyone talking about they don't got no and they I not keep on harping. I want my reparations. I, I want my 40 acre. I want my mules and, you know, anything my great grandparents were supposed to have. But, you know, my thoughts on this is instead of. Instead of giving them money. Why don't they give them job training and set them up with jobs? You know what I mean? Like I mean I that to me makes more sense rather than just giving them money and saying it has to be used for housing and food. I don't know, but you know it, I don't
2: know. It's, it's 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 frustrating when you think about it because yes, the down training and setting them up for jobs um making sure they had the proper skills and so forth Getting them, you know, where they can actually come in and make some money, or earn, or living or whatever the case. may. Be. yeah, that's 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 fine. But they also have to do that for the for the people here too, because, right. you know, I mean, it, that's what's so best. You figure a family of four, you get a thousand dollars for a family of four. That's a nice piece of change.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they. The other thing I wonder is. Who was sitting around the table and like gave a unanimous approve? I mean, like, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm crazy. Like, I just can't think of being Republican or Democrat and someone saying, "Hey, Dave, um, they're a bunch of refugees. In fact, they are these ref. No, these aren't even refugees. These are immigrants.
3: No, these are immigrants.
0: Yeah, I I can't imagine someone saying, "Hey, we have a whole bunch of immigrants here. Let's give them this. Let's give them this with." Really, no firm commitment on what they're going to do. Like,
2: who was in so, on that? So, yeah, who was, so who was sitting there at that table?
0: Yeah, so, so real quick, when you talk about um people voting for Trump, it, I mean, I feel like it's because the democrats are just messing up, or you know, these these people who are against Trump are making you know people consider otherwise. So, it is what it yeah, is, because and,
2: and and of course. I'm waiting to see if, if if anything comes out of the Biden administration about this, or is this the Biden administration that's setting this up?
0: I don't know. I mean, I feel like if they were, they'd just be shooting themselves in the foot.
2: Unbelievable.
0: But I can guarantee, I can get almost guarantee. I mean, I think uh, Mayor Adams is going to be a one-term mayor.
2: That yeah, that's going to make or break him right there. I mean, and if you are catering to $70,000, I mean, 70,000 immigrants over your own people, that is not going to go well for your career. I can tell you that now, you know, um, and, 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 and don't get, don't get me wrong. And I'm sure don't get my partner wrong folks that, that are listening. We're not upset about, you know, it's not about the immigrants in this case. It's about, the principle of everything. With so much is going on in this country alone, with p- homelessness and 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 all the issues that are needed here in, in the United States, and we're up there talking about um, giving a thousand dollars every twenty-eight days to immigrants. Wow, there's something there's something not right there. I mean, you know, I hate to I hate to put it that way, but that's just the way I feel about it, because I see what I have to go through on my job every day in trying to help people with getting benefits and so forth. And, you know, um, having to close um, people's benefits if they're a dollar over the amount that they're they're not, you know, that makes them not eligible or whatever. But yet you can turn around and give people a thousand dollars. And tell them to go shop, and they're not from here. This, uh, I don't know. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I just I, that's some that's a story that uh, definitely I'm definitely going to be following and keeping an eye on. I know when I I kind when I saw the story, I shared it with some of my coworkers there, and they were all appalled over the whole thing. They really were. So, um, so we'll see what happens. OK, with that. All right. Moving on. It is Black History Month, and I just wanted to, uh, you know, when, when we last talked and said we're going to share some Black History facts uh, throughout the month as we go through the month. So I just wanted to share a couple of things before we got to Dave's Corner. Um, in 1992, John Singleton became the first African-American director. To be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Direction for his film *Boys in the Hood*. Was that one of your favorite films back in the day, man?
0: Yeah, it was classic.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, so he became the first African American to ever be nominated for the for uh, uh, for that um, directing uh, for directing that film in 1945. Singer. Bob Marley was born on today's date, um, February uh, February sixth, and of course, you know there's the big Bob Marley movie coming out, and you know everybody's excited to see that. I just saw the day they confirmed there's going to be some scenes from Wilmington, Delaware, in there.
0: Okay, you uh, know, that's... so
2: that's cool. They can't tell that story without having I something know. in there from Wilmington because I used to watch them play soccer myself um, on Sundays. His mom lived right across the street from the field. I mean, you know, oh, really? so he was always. Oh yeah, he was always here, man. He was always here whenever he wasn't performing or whatever. He was here, and he'd be out there with his kids. People forget, you know. He was he was only thirty six years old when he died. It seemed yeah. like he was so much older than that, you know. know. But his his you know you talking about somebody that had like uh that was like a folklore type person. That was Bob Marley, you know, because he did seem like he was around forever, you know, but he wasn't, you know. So also born on this day in 1950 was Natalie Cole. So. um, So happy birthday to heavenly birthdays to the both of them. And, you know, that was today's uh, little known history fact about John Singleton and the two birthday. Um, people, Mr. Bob Marley and Miss Natalie Cole. Okay? So, um, moving on to Dave's corner. I thought this was a good question. I want to see how you handle this question. Okay?
0: Cool. Well, Dave, I already know my answer because we, we talked about it before.
2: Sounds like uh, okay. Well, okay. Now, let th- th- me preface this in saying This can't be, in this case, you can't, this can't be anything religious and you want to stay away from family members. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So folks, Dave's Corner, Leonard's favorite part of the show. We finally got to it. I know he couldn't wait to get to it. Um, Here is the question. If you had the chance to ask a question to someone past or present that mankind has always wondered about. Who would you ask that question to and what would the question be? Mr. Young?
0: Yep, so my question is I would want to ask King Tut who (laughs) built the pyramids. Okay. Yeah, they, right. What do you cause... think? He,
2: what, do you, what do you think he would tell you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. You, well, you know, it's funny. Like, what do they tell us now?
2: Well, they said that you know, of, everything. of slaves, a bunch of slaves, you know, pulled and prodded. First of all. Some stones and everything. I still don't see how they move those stones without cranes. I know. <laughs> you yeah. know so. And I mean, I mean, even if they are know,
0: using leverage and all that, how do you get that top yeah. piece up? A um, I
2: know, like I a know. triangle slope, type structure. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that the whole thing is crazy. I mean, but they did it somehow. They did it somehow. You know. Um. Ooh. That's a good question, though. I mean, uh, that's that's a good that's a good answer um, and question that you would you would ask. Um, hmm. I'm thinking of myself. Uh, I was trying to figure out there were so many places I wanted to go with this, as far as myself, but I think, um, I think mine would be. What, Dr. King, did you Funny, think? You
0: said you going to ask Dr. King?
2: Yeah, yeah. What, Dr. <laughs> King, do you think? What did you think um, you were going to witness the day that you did your I Have a Dream speech? Did you think it would go according to plan? Because keep in mind, he changed his speech when he got mm-hmm. up there and he decided to go a whole different direction after being prodded by a couple different people. And Mahalia Jackson said, tell him about the dream. <laughs> so I, w- I would like to know after he did the speech, you know, what made you change the speech? and go in the direction that you did and just have a conversation about that. Because I'm pretty sure that was probably something to hear. You know, um, they still said it's probably the most famous speech of all time.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, so that's probably what I think that would be who I would ask the question of. and just to pick his brain and and just to see what he had to say about that. Because for somebody who went up there and, you know, had another speech in his mind to do and then went on to, pre- this, to do the greatest speech ever heard, <laughs> that was, that was crazy, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So. What,
0: what they you know, I always feel like, um, I would think it was crazy if he wasn't already a pastor, because, you, 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 <laughs> you know, I feel like pastors can always get up there and, you know, and, they, and, and they, they, they they pull they, it off. They can yeah, pull it you off. Know, you know, they, they mess around, see something in the audience, and then they, yeah. the whole sermon goes another direction about, yeah,
2: you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, well, we know he was a great orator and, you know, he was a very smart guy. And
0: and just like you were talking about, um, Bob Marley, very young,
2: very young, yeah. Also in his thirties when he died. You know, some. I mean, when you think about all the prominent people that died in their thirties over the history, it all started with Jesus Christ. He was he was only thirty three years old. You know, mm. I mean, you know, and these people seem like they were around forever. You know, but they lived short lives. They're they're, they're um legends stayed around forever you know yeah. what I mean you know uh Kennedy was what in his forties right
0: I mean he was fairly young yeah
2: yeah he was young and uh his brother was in his thirties I mean you know so when you think about these people yeah they yeah it's interesting it really is it really is so but um there you have it folks um and that question that 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 question is out there for you guys to answer as well. Um, tell me who you would like to ha- um, ask that question to and, and what would be the question that you would ask. Um, you know, you can leave it in our chat or, you know, send me a text or, you know, go to newsandtrends.com and you can go there and, you know, but we'd like to hear what you guys have to say. All right. All right. So that's it for our show tonight. Lynn, you got anything you want to add before we check out?
0: Nope, I'm I'm all I'm all tapped out on this uh, uh, February <laughs> Black History Month Tuesday.
2: Yeah. yeah, how about that? Now we got a lot more Black History to go, folks. So you know, every day we should be making some type of Black History anyway. So, but um, thank you for taking the time to listen to us. We really appreciate it, and we will talk to you guys soon.
0: Join us next week for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.